I'm Rebecca Lee. And I'm Jason Horton. And we're the hosts of Ghost Town, a comedy podcast about all places abandoned, tragic, mysterious, haunted, and true crimey. That's not a word. <laughs> we cover all kinds of locations like... The Los Feliz Murder House. And L.A. Murder, Frozen in Time. Action Park. The world's most dangerous amusement park. JonBenet Ramsey's House, Woodstock 99, the Cecil Hotel, and the Black House. Ooh, Satan. Mm. So pause the podcast you're currently listening to immediately and go subscribe to Ghost Town. You can find us at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi! Oh, hi. hi. Wow. This is a new experience. We're recording from near and far. We are. Truly. Yeah. Kylie's in the, in what do they call Boston? What's the nickname for the big, the big town? People call it Beantown, but nobody from Boston I almost calls it said Beantown, Beantown but oh, I didn't know if gosh. that was right. Beantown. It's, it's incorrect. What, do you guys grow a lot of beans? Are there yeah, a lot we of grow beans, beans in Boston? I, I mean, I guess it's supposed to be... From Boston baked beans, a tasty treat. But I mean, the okay, candy, the baked beans. Yeah, it's like popular candy. for baked beans. I love oh, Boston baked beans. The candy. It's candy. Yes, it's like sugar coated peanuts. You guys, yeah. I thought we were talking baked beans. Like you got your baked beans and your coleslaw, <laughs> your clam chowder. <laughs> baked beans are good it's though. It's a candy. So good. Okay. I'll send you guys some in the mail, but it will be like one individual baked bean in an envelope and I'll just mail them to you. Oh my gosh, y'all are blowing my mind. (laughs) They're so good. (laughs) I've never heard of a baked bean before. They're amazing. I feel like it's like an old school candy, right? Yeah. I had never. Okay. They're not. I love that. I wouldn't say they're popular. A lot of people I know have never heard of a Boston baked bean. Never. Until now. I've been to Boston, but I wish somebody would have been like, hey, baked bean. She never had a baked bean. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you see and you hear what you want to see and hear. You know what I mean? It's true. Uh, She's right. She's right. You weren't ready. You know what else is true? What? We're the Golden Ghouls. Alyssa. (laughs) Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. Ooh. Oh my gosh, it was a mul- are we bi-coastal technically? Yes. We are. <laughs> it was a bi-coastal this woo. Is so tight. This is pretty wild. I feel yeah. like we I feel like somehow we're more professional now than we ever were before. Has to be. Or I the people because, are like, no. Yeah, we have more than one mic now. We have more than one set of headphones. We're, you know, we mean business. Honestly, we are business. It feels like business. We are Street hashtag business. business. If if you were to describe the golden ghouls in one word, it would be business. Business. Yeah. Before we dive into the real business, I have to tell you guys, I had so many crazy dreams last night, but one of them was so spooky that I woke up and I was like, I couldn't breathe and I was shaking and I felt like I was going to pass out. What happened? So I was home visiting my parents and which I will be in two weekends. So I'm like, is this a foreshadowing? But so many things were bizarre. So for I don't know what reason, I was driving down the road that my great grandma lives on. And there were just a bunch of dogs like in the road. Huh. Like every eight to ten feet, there was just a dog laying in the road. And they were all alive. What? Sounds like a good dream so far. So no, but it was alive. like, <laughs> it was in the dark. It was just really bizarre. So then I go home and I walk in and my mom is like standing in the hallway at the end of the house where my old bedroom was. And I see this golden retriever, which my family has never had a golden retriever. So I'm like, who is that? Mm-hmm. So I'm like standing in the hallway talking to my mom and I just get this, like, overwhelming fear of, like, something bad is going to happen. Uh-oh. And I try to start walking towards this dog, and I pass out. What? 
And my mom, like, picks me up off the floor and I go into my bedroom, like, what was my bedroom. And it was actually set up like it was when it was my bedroom, which it's not anymore. It's my sister's room. Mm -hmm. But I get in there and this dog, like, grumbles something at me, like, in a human voice. But I couldn't understand what it said. And then I passed out again. And then I woke up. And I felt like I had just passed out. Like, I felt really weird. That, do you know? So it was a golden retriever. That's yes. what I said, right? I had a like a really, really ago. old golden retriever. What? <laughs> yes. And it was, oh, I was in like a God. cabin, I think in Newburyport, Massachusetts. And the dog was a black dog, but it was like a black lab. And it said oh, something I think... in like, it was almost like in my dream, I knew it was either like, a god's voice or like a demon's voice did we talk about this before i may have mentioned this dog dream before but it's weird that these dogs are talking to us what did your dog say (laughs) i don't remember but i do remember waking up right after so i don't know what the hey i'm spooked honestly I am too. And also speaking of dreams, so our last episode, the visitation dreams, we've gotten so many emails from people about having visitation dreams. Yeah. So there's probably going to be a ghoul talk that's just all visitation dreams. That's excellent. Because there have been so many. Yeah. I experienced a nightmare today. (gasps) No. Yeah. Happy and sad at the same time, truly, right now. What was it? I pulled up on the internets, you guys. (gasps) And guess what I saw? What? Timothee Chalamet kissing Lily Rose Depp. You saw it too. I saw it too. Oh, broke me <laughs> to the bone. I was so sad. You're the first person I thought of when I saw that. Did you? Yeah, I was oh, heartbroken for you. I was like, but you know what? They're young. You it's know, not gonna you, last. Yeah, I know, but like, oh. in like a year or two, he's gonna say to himself, Listen, "I'm crying now." I'm ready for a more mature I'm woman. I'm crying now. I sent yeah. a message on the Instagram. <gasps> Emily Wait, is continuing it? to send messages. <laughs> and he still hasn't read any of them, Kyle. It's so fucking rude. It's she's rude been, as heck. She's been, um, what's that? Uh, she's been s- not slipping, but slip and sliding into his DMs All over for the, the past place. two Into years. the DMs. It, it, it's, it's, it's a wet area in It's slick. (laughs) Just like Emily. Oh, 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 man. Emily also made a spooky friend today. Oh, my gosh. And that's a sign. And that's a sign, she says. It's a bad day. It's dead. If you see a vulture, it means death. That's what the Mayans say. I got to tell you, vultures are good because they have helped to stop the spread of disease because they eat the dead things. I had no idea that this was true. So... Just hot facts that I'm spitting it for you. It was eating a dead thing on my walk. See? Yeah. Ooh. But I was like, is this here for me? Is this the sign? Is this the death of my love? Is this the email I've been waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> it's here, All right. folks. I'm going to kick the thing off. Yes. The people, the people, we're just so excited to be together is yeah. the truth because it's been three weeks now. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So this is a very exciting episode, and it was suggested by our friend and patron, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. I'm going to say this. Jeffrey has all of the good ideas. He really does. Okay. He's a smart guy. We're going to be talking. Truly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about paranormal happenings in the Ozarks. Yes. 
That's a good one. Also, if you ever want to pick an episode topic, you can become a patron too. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash the golden ghouls. Just going to throw that out there. All right. So there. I'm going to start by giving the people a little background on the Ozarks for anyone who isn't familiar. So they're also called the Ozark Mountains or Ozark Plateau. Beautiful, if you ask me. So it's a region in the U.S. and the states of Missouri, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and extreme southeastern Kansas. Extreme southeastern. Extreme. Okay. Extreme. Yes. And I saw it phrased that way multiple places. What does this mean? It's like the southernmost. It's the one that is the most parkour. It's the (laughs) southeasternmost part of Kansas, I think. Okay. I don't know. So Emily, they did cover. You say, I'm sorry. Emily, hardcore, did you say parkour. hardcore or parkour? Parkour, parkour. Okay. I said <laughs> I said parkour, girl. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about TikTok. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Y'all, I need to get on TikTok. I Cat think. Swing. Oh. No, I'm just saving moves. <laughs> oh my lord. But so uh, also the app TikTok. Yeah. Really cool. <laughs> Is it an app? Uh, it is an app, I think. Oh, okay. Right? I yeah. Think. Kids. You basically just like lip sync to songs, but you can record yourself doing it and you get to dance and be entertaining too. The kids love it. If there are kids listening, tell us. You get to dance. Are you a kid? So, Let us know. <laughs> so the Ozarks, they cover a significant portion of northern Arkansas and most of the southern half of Missouri. Yeah. Did you guys know that? No, I had to look all this up earlier. (laughs) (laughs) So it extends from Interstate 40 in Arkansas to Interstate 70 in central Missouri. There are two mountain ranges within the Ozarks. The Boston Mountains, shout out to Kylie Smiley. Uh, They're in Arkansas. And the St. Francois Mountains of Missouri, which sound sophisticated to me. St. Francois. Francois. I met a fish fish named Pierre. (gasps) This weekend. Where? (laughs) We'll talk about it. All right. We'll get to Pierre later. So they actually cover nearly 47,000 square miles, making it the most extensive highland region between the Appalachians and the Rockies. So as we know, mountains and their surrounding towns can get spooky. We found that out in the past. So, you know, let's let's get into it, shall we? Yeah, let's go. Let's go hiking. I won't. Right? I shan't. Oh, okay. Did I tell y'all about how I tried to hike in Denver and nearly fucking died? Yeah. No. Yes. N- never again. Yes. Yeah, Couldn't I breathe. That. I know. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm going to kick it off with a spooky guy, and he's known as the Boggy Creek Monster. Ooh. Yeah. So the legend of the Boggy Creek Monster has long captivated the people of Folk, Arkansas. It's spelled F-O-U-K-E. So. Okay. okay. Fun fact. Okay. I wouldn't have guessed folk. No. F-O-U-K-E. But that's what it is. So it's a, a little tiny town. It's about 150 miles outside of Little Rock. Um, but according to the legend, the Boggy Creek Monster stands between 7 and 8 feet tall, which, to be honest, I love a tall man. I'm sure y'all do, too. (laughs) She does. He walks on two feet. Another Mm -hmm. must-have. But he weighs... (laughs) What? what? Yeah. (laughs) You won't do one? (laughs) If, I mean, if, I guess he had... 
what at about least one it, in a peg? I'm just saying all four is I'm not about. Okay. Mm, okay. One in a peg is fine. That's fine. Pirates. Yes, pirates. Mm-hmm. But he weighs close to 300 pounds. So he's like a hulking dude. Ooh. Big man, mm-hmm. big man. He a big boy. Yeah, they say that his chest, legs, and arms are covered with thick, long hair. So basically, he's like a Bigfoot of the Ozarks. Okay, yeah. Gotcha, Wait, gotcha. Um, like the brawny, the brawny man? Yeah. Right? Towels? On the brawny, on the brawny roll? Yes, <laughs> the brawny roll. Yes, exactly. You'll so, know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do know yeah. what you're talking about. He's quite brawny. Um, the sightings report all the way back to 1834. So this has been going on for a hot minute. Um, People started reporting a large, hairy, wild man, quote, unquote, was roaming around Arkansas. So, like, people were seeing this freaky, wild man left and right. Wait, now I'm thinking Bigfoot. Yeah, he is like a Bigfoot. Oh, he's Bigfoot. Yeah, he's like Bigfoot. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) And he parties. He's wild. He does party, like the brawny man. (laughs) So, in the 1900s, sightings around folk became even more frequent. Residents started spotting the monster um, more than 40 times in a year. In 97, there were over 40 accounts alone. That's almost one per week. You know what? That's close. It's It's almost. almost 52. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So people have said that he's nocturnal, but there was a hunter who reported a sighting of him in broad daylight, and this was in Sulphur River Wildlife Area near Folk in the year 2000. Yo, doesn't sulfur do something that we said? Doesn't it? I'm allergic to it. Oh, right. It keeps chiggers off. Right. And it's good for acne. And it it is good for acne. It's in a lot of acne products. Why did we talk about it last time? Um... Maybe we're talking about Sulphur Springs or something. Oh, yes. It was the Lampa- She Lampiasis episode. Oh, Lampiasis has Sulphur Springs. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's what it was. Hmm. Whew. Lampass. I don't know. I just feel Lampass. I just feel like we've <laughs> talked about Sulphur a lot. We love Sulphur. We can't something. stop. We can't stop talking about it. We can't stop. So this creek monster has been the subject of at least four different films the first one that was made is 1973's the legend of boggy creek and so it centers around this guy named bobby ford and his encounter with the beast it played at drive-ins all over the place and it introduced millions of people to the legend so this movie popped off emily i'm surprised you haven't seen it never you're gonna have to check it out i definitely have to yeah okay Tonight. Okay. <laughs> Live tweet us. I will. You I'll watching tweet. it. I never get on the tweeters, but. This could be the reason. Might be tonight. Mm-hmm. So Creek. they mostly shot it on location in Folk. There are some scenes, though, that they filmed in Texarkana and Shreveport. So you get a little of this and a little of that. But the yeah. film was a huge economic boost to the area because a lot of the cast members were locals and college students. So they were employing the people. Tight. Yes. Yeah. And everyone in the town wanted to see that. So they're like, here's my money. Yeah. Take it all. I drove through these places on my way home. Well, from (gasps) Texas to Boston. Did you get haunted? I didn't see any 300-pound, 7-foot men. But again, as we said before, we see what we want to see. It's true. Oh my gosh, when I finish telling you guys about the Boggy Creek Monster, Kylie, you have to tell us about the spooky thing that happened in Tennessee. Was it Tennessee? Um, I think so. She's the only 10 I see. She is the only 10 I see. (laughs) It's both of you. 
So the encounter that the movie was based on actually happened or was said to have happened in 1971 to Bobby Ford and his wife, I'm going to say, Elizabeth. Hmm. Uh, okay. I'm not seeing if that's a wife. Uh, that's what I'm going to say. Um, they say that the monster attacked their home late on the night of May 1st, 1971. And Elizabeth said that he reached through her screen window but Bobby and his brother Dan chased the monster away. Oh, good. Um, yeah, but then they said the monster came back after midnight and tossed Bobby to the ground in revenge. <laughs> so this monster sounds advanced to me. <laughs> yeah, he has some, and some then, human emotion going on. Yeah. Um, Bobby was taken to St. Michael Hospital in Texarkana, and he was treated for large gashes across his back. So, I mean, if this is just a story, that's commitment to a tale, if you ask Absolutely. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no traces of blood were found at their house, though, but there were three toed footprints found. And there were scratches on the porch and the siding and a window were damaged as well. Three toed footprints. Three toed. How is a three toed man three hundred pounds? How big were these toes? Yeah, was it like two Wouldn't were that cut be off funny somehow? If they were really small. <gasps> oh my god, he's just like tiny feet. Like the what is but it like, called? That had... abominable snowman movie called Smallfoot. Is it? I think so. Oh, Did I make that up? That's a great. I mean, we should make one a movie called Smallfoot. If I didn't yeah. make that up, I'm copywriting it so no one fucking steal Tell. it. I mean, I feel like you could find that on an inappropriate website. But, you know, the baby hands? I feel like this, the three toes. I, I feel like Bigfoot is wearing, like, tiny feet. You know what I mean? Like, he's running around, but it's just like he's scampering, kind of prancing on these teeny tiny feet and toes. I love him. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so as well. <sighs> Anyway, a lot of people, a lot of people, though, have argued that the monster is actually a black bear being misidentified um, because black bears. So black bears can rear up on two feet. Some can weigh up to 400 pounds. And when they're standing, they are around six feet tall. But you know what? They said seven to eight feet. So, yeah, it's not him. You know, I'm not believing it. It's not a black bear. I would recognize a bear personally. (laughs) So, um, in an attempt to capitalize on the legend, there is a place called Peavy's Monster Mart, and they sell souvenirs and all sorts of trinkets based on the big guy, and there's a huge wooden cutout <laughs> outside of the store. How do they make him look? They know how he looks? I guess they, they made him look like Bigfoot. I uh, saw the sign. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but you can check it out and take a pic with the guy. We love a tourist attraction, so. Do you think they have... If, Tiny feet keychains. <gasps> Maybe. Like I hope they're life foot, size foot. But it's like a big foot. A tiny big foot's foot with three toes. Yes. Oh you my know, god. It's the, probably, they probably can't we, keep them I in stock. I think we need to recreate what this guy looks like. Because if they're making it, if they're mistaking him for black bear, that's pissing me off. I don't like mm. it. And I yeah, don't yeah. think it's true. Black bear's yeah. not haunting people. He wouldn't do that. He's he wouldn't. Black Bear revenge. would honestly never. He, he doesn't never. want Elizabeth. Okay, he doesn't That's want crazy. her. He doesn't. Tell us about the spooky hotel. So, oh. I think we should save it for a Tennessee episode. 
Okay. I if you say so. I say so. Come I say so. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little background research, too, on the area. Okay. All, All right. right. That's, That's, That's just a fun teaser for you guys. It's a teaser for y'all. <laughs> How about I tell you guys about a theater? <gasps> tell us about a theater. A theater. The- on the Oz- theater. On the Ozark Trail. <gasps> it's on Ooh, the trail? I don't know, but you know when you look up the Ozark <laughs> Hots? This is one that comes up. Springfield, Missouri. Springfield mm-hmm. M.O. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There it is. There and it is. In Springfield, Missouri is a so-called theater called the Landers. Oh. The Landers so Theater. Yeah. We don't believe it. No, I believe it. <laughs> um, but I've been to Springfield. I f- so I was like, this is appropriate. I feel like I, mean, I may have been there, too. Mm-hmm. Really? Isn't there Springfield in every there state? There are a lot of Springfields. I don't know if there's one in every state, but there are quite a few. Is that a myth? Okay. <laughs> Fact or fiction? Let Fact us know. Fiction. Well, yeah, Springfield's pretty nice. Did you like it? See, I can't remember if I've actually been there. Oh, okay. But it is super haunted, so we'll yeah. probably have to to it's talk about town. it in general. And the people are very nice. There was a parade <gasps> going through town when I was there. For what? <laughs> I don't know. For Emily. It was a town parade. <laughs> Do I you think we're just welcoming your family? <laughs> Thank you for uh, coming. Yeah, that would be beautiful. That would be I took a really weird plane to get there that had, like, lawn chair seats. What? Stop. Yeah. Swear. Was it like a fake plane? It took I got on, I was the only person on, and I was like, was Twilight spirit? Zone. This is I'm traveling Wait, to a new dimension. Where when was this? It was I lived in LA and I was traveling from LA to Missouri. And I think I got on the plane at Burbank. Oh, Burbank, is, Burbank weird. is weird. Burbank is super weird. But I weird. got on the weirdest freaking plane, man. I bet it was spirit. It had lawn chairs. I'm dying. Yeah, it was creepy. Burbank like, so I always say it's like the Brady Bunch movie, how they get off of the plane, like on the, <laughs> yeah. like out outside of the airport. That's how I've gotten off of planes at Burbank. Right. That's yeah. how you do it. And yeah. if you've never done that before, you're like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> yeah. The only yeah. other time I've done that is in, I think, no, Tokyo. Oh. Yeah. Or, no, we did it coming back to LA from Tokyo, which I've never gotten out at LAX, but there was something weird going on at the international terminal and they had to okay, like see? bus us through and do a bunch of weird right, stuff. Like evacuation. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. I've done that a bunch of know. times, but it's not like the movies where you just like get off and like, oh, your car's here. Like you get off, but then you have to walk to the terminal. <laughs> it's just like right. an extra or like, step. Yeah. Or like get on a tram and they take you like 200 yeah. miles away. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it's weird, y'all, but it's not cute. There I was going to Springfield, Missouri. I gotta get on that plane. Yeah. It's spooky, dude. <laughs> um, so in Springfield, the Landers Theater, y'all. It's the second oldest building in town. Damn. Yeah. Do no, we, second wow. old no, second oldest largest oh no, it's the second oldest largest theater operation in Missouri. Oh. So like all of Missouri, y'all. Damn. This is the second oldest theater. And Go second check largest. It out. <laughs> And second. <laughs> First is the worst, second is the best. That All is I what say. I've heard my whole life. And I'm standing behind it. Um, but it's been a working theater since nineteen oh nine. Damn. How tight wow. is that? I support it. Right. Tight. And it's um 
It had a big fire in 1920, so you know it's spooky. Okay, why do all uh-huh. these theaters have fires? Because they're old, and I don't does it, know. Does it get real well, hot? Well, this one in was built room? of a lot of wood. Wow. Yeah, this it was unusual because its use of wood it would nearly use wood for like the whole structure, the framing. Okay. So like maybe that's why. Yeah. You know, a lot of wood. I think you may be right. You know, <laughs> but. Who knows? It says, a fire in 1920 completely gutted the stage area, but the remainder was saved by a fireproof asbestos curtain. Oh, yeah. Asbestos curtain. I've actually heard this story. (laughs) That's why it sounds so familiar. Is that weird? No, that's like a thing that they used to use. Because I didn't know about that. Mm. But they renovated the whole thing, so it's... Got back up and running. It's in tip top shape. And took off. I mean, in in 1961, it was on NBC TV <gasps> for a live country music variety program called Damn. the Five Star Jubilee. I love yeah. a jube. Ugh, you know it. <laughs> and it's hosted like some pretty famous people. Like back in the day, I mean, it did a lot of when it opened in 1909. That was like during like the vaudeville mm-hmm. era, and so like all of it. the vaudevillians during their you know tours of the country would come through and they would perform at Landers Theater. Oh, super cool! Chef's so kiss. there's famous names including George Cohen, Lon Chaney. <gasps> John, yeah, Lon Chaney. You love Lon Chaney. He's a spooky, spooky guy. <laughs> John Philip Sousa, Lillian Russell, and then there was Lillian Gish. Y'all. All the Lils. Yeah, they. Yeah. Uh, the silent film Birth of a Nation was held there. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Damn. So Landers is, like, pretty cool, and yeah. it really stood the passage of time. So it's haunted. AF. A lot of people have seen some spooky stuff here. Let me tell you about one guy, all right? All right. Okay. I'm ready. Yeah, Mr. Chuck Rogers, the <gasps> stage designer. Chucky. Recent, oh, and he's a co-technical director. I should have that in there. It's important. He's important. You know. He recently told KSMU that he had never believed in ghost stories until he worked at this theater, y'all. I always feel like when people are like, I never believed, and then something happened to them, I always believe. Right. You see something? No. What? (laughs) Okay. So Rogers saw a man one day in the 90s when he was working there standing in the lobby after the theater was completely closed. When he he was asked how he got in, the man didn't say anything. Uh, Rogers said he just kind of stood there and stared at me. And I said, sir, the building is closed. I I need to ask you to leave. And he just hmm. stood there. So I started walking towards him. And as I walked towards him, he turned around and walked towards the auditorium, in which case I got a little angry that somebody was in there. So I followed him, and he just stood there and looked at me. So I was going to go over and escort him out of the building. And he turned and walked into the auditorium, and I went right around the corner to confront him, and there was nobody there. Uh. Yeah. Whomst is he? <laughs> Whomst, truly. But let me tell you, there's a lot. I'm there's gonna, a lot. I'm going to go on a list right now. I'm ready. I love Landers a list of theater. spooky people. Yeah. Okay. So, in 1920, a major, the major fire, it killed a janitor. <gasps> no. Rest in peace. Yes. And his okay. operation is there to this day. 
He's often seen by actors on the stage, way up in the balcony, watching them rehearse. Mm-hmm. They like him, though. What other theater was it where there's, like, a female actress? That, that girl, was... um, yeah, it's in New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it was the Olive, mm. the girl who died the syphilis yes. drugs. Rest in peace. Oof. Remember? Yep. Jax. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Syphilis. Ugh. Don't do that. So, during the 1920s... There are, oh, well, also in Missouri, there was a lot of racial segregation back then, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And so the during that time, there was a man that was up in the balcony where apparently it was the, it was called the colored section. Oh, we hate and that. He, but he was up there and he was knifed to death, y'all. Oh my God. And died. Dang. And he's there to this day at Landers. He's stuck around. His entity is described as a green orb or a phosphorescent haze. Ooh. About five feet tall. He's seen in the second balcony and on the landing between the first and second balconies. The area where it appears, in this area, it appears it is about 20 degrees colder than the temperature anywhere else. Damn, that's a cold spot. That's if I've ever cold. heard of one, you know, yeah. if we're keeping the t- if we're keeping the theater at a good at like a chill sixty nine, ooh, because you know mm-hmm. it's cold in those theaters because uh, col- you stuff them in, yeah, you know, true. pack them in. That means it's forty nine degrees over there. That's cold. Chilling to the bone. Chilled to the core. <laughs> Right, another tragic accident occurred when a baby fell from the balcony oh my to its God. death. Yeah, Poor much thing. to the horror of the mom. Okay, How does Michael that even Jackson? happen? Yeah, I exactly. Don't know. Right. So apparently the baby's cries can be heard as oh. well as the mother trying to comfort it. No. Oh, that's yes. sad. Do you think she tossed the baby? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just asking because how do you drop your baby over the balcony? How do you do that? Listen, have you heard about the guy on the cruise ship who dropped the baby? No. That recently just happened? I I feel like I've heard a lot about cruise ships recently. He was holding the kid. Oh. And she fell. Oh my god. And she's gone? And she's dead. Oh, that's awful. Into the water. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I don't know. It ain't right. Well, uh, so performers have also seen an apparition of a baby falling from the balcony during rehearsals. Oh. Can you imagine? I'm like, tra- I'm traumatized. That I'm going is home. traumatic. I can't do this anymore. That was wrong. I'm never working here again. <laughs> That's like the worst residual haunting ever. Yeah. Yes. No, thank you. Right. No, thanks. Uh, part of the fourth floor in the past used to be apartments, which housed touring actors and actresses. Ooh. So on the street in front of the people in front of the theater, people have observed a tall apparition of a long-haired blonde man dressed in Elizabethan clothes peering at them from behind a curtain on the fourth floor in a room which is now the costume room. <gasps> Who is he? Who that? Who? Hello. Who's that Elizabethan man? Right. <laughs> People in the theater building also report that they sense a unseen presence following them, tapping them on the shoulder. Mm. Ticket, ticket. You know that's what I'm. That's my thought. Oh my gosh, Ooh, that's, that's a good thought. theory. You know? that that's an theory. excellent theory. Thank you. Yeah. 
And lastly, a middle-aged male apparition appears as a solid form in the middle of the auditorium before the lighting and technical director as he returned from the basement. Oh, this is this is the guy, right? <gasps> mm-hmm. Could yeah. be. No, this is the one that appeared to the guy in the um that I just talked about, mm-hmm. Chuck Rogers. So before this entity appeared, a group of people playing with a Ouija board in the balcony said Stop. the en- entity's name was Ned <gasps> and described him in the same way as Chuck did. Damn. Ned. What are you doing playing with a Ouija board in Landers? Ned's declassified school survival guide. <laughs> I remember right. that. <laughs> right. Right. Classic. Honestly, though, why is anyone still playing with Ouija boards is the real question that I have to ask. But that's messed up. Like, don't go to a place of people's employment and Ouija. And be inviting people in. Yes. You don't know how to close that shit. Yes. Do it in your own home if that's the what you want to do. If you want to curse yourself, fucking do it in on your, your own, own time space. at your own home. Right. In that the is privacy cool. of your own home. But listen, check out Lander's Theater because... It sounds it's tight. Haunted. It's haunted. It sounds like it. And what I haven't go back they seen? To Springfield, you know, to check that out. I think it sounds like we got five hundred trips to plan. We Where do. are we going to find the time? I don't know. <sighs> we have, we just, you know, we make it. I got another weird one for you guys. Okay. Tell me. Okay. I was really drawn to it because of the name, the Spook Light. <laughs> It's called the Spook Light. Okay. It's also called Bear With Me because it has 400 names. The Hornet Spook Light, Hollis Light, Ozark Spook Light, Hornet Ghost Light, Joplin Ghost Light, Devil's Jack-O-Lantern, Tri-State Spook Light, and Joplin Spook Light. Well, what, like Janice? Like at, yeah, I was going to say, as in Janice? So there's a city called Joplin. Gotcha. Uh, so, is there one in every state? So it's seen in a couple places, but it's actually this light that appears in a small area known locally as the Devil's Promenade. So it's on the border between southwestern Missouri and northeastern Oklahoma, and it's west of a small town called Hornet, Missouri. So that's why it's got all these names because of all these little cities that it's kind of near. So it's named after most people refer to it as the Hornet Spook Light. So it's named after this small, unincorporated community in. Why can't I say Missouri? I couldn't say a lot of things. Yeah. So it's named after this this little town. There's something in this room that keeps us from talking, right? Probably. Also, someone told me that, like, when Mercury's in retrograde or, like, something's in something, they have trouble speaking. And I was like, is that what's wrong with me? Yeah, but when Uranus is in retrograde, you have trouble speaking. Oh, when. Oh. Kylie, is that the real thing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when your oh anus is in retrograde. So, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm using that all the time. We my love anus. it. My anus. So, even though it's named for this little town in Missouri, um, it's most commonly described as being visible from inside the Oklahoma border looking to the west. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, it's most often described as a single ball of light or a tight grouping of lights that is said to appear in this area regularly, usually at night, although some people have seen it in the day. So, 
They say, the people who've seen it, say that it's similar to other visual phenomena witnessed throughout the world, but the term spook light is only referring to this specific case. And I love spook light, okay? It's reminding me of the movie It with, like, the death lights, right? (gasps) Is that the new It or the original It? I don't remember that. I don't know. Okay, sorry. Did I ruin it? No. Is that the new one? I only saw the second one. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. But I'm not spoiled. Okay. Because, yeah, I didn't ruin anything. (laughs) It's not spoiled. No. I'm still going to see it. I'm not spoiled. I didn't say anything. Yeah. I didn't even hear that. I know. So, (laughs) (laughs) there are a bunch of legends that actually exist around what the spook light is, one of which involves the ghosts of two young Native American lovers who were looking for each other. And you you know I live for a spooky love story. So, I hope that's what it is. Um, is. The color that people say they see in these lights is not consistent. So, most report a greenish glow, but others have said they've seen an orange, red, yellow, or even a blue light. Colors of the wind. (gasps) Emily. Pocahontas? Yep. Is it her? That's what's happening. So it's almost always said to be in the shape of a ball, but some people have said it actually resembles like a camping lantern traveling a couple feet above the ground. That's weird. That's spooky. That's bizarre, right? That's spooky, yeah. So most accounts say that it has appeared continually since the late 19th century, but it was generally known to, um, or is generally unknown to anyone but lo- but the local people until after the second world war okay. so yeah, it's been around for a minute though the people have been seeing the spook light so some date the first encounters with the light back to the trail of tears in the 1830s what? so there are accounts of it being seen way back then um but it was first documented the first documented sighting is generally um, accepted to have been one that occurred in 1881, but there are okay. some reports that were documented back to 1866. All right. But people generally accept the one from 1881. I don't know why that's the one they've chosen. No, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's the most credible. Yeah. Um, but they actually published the first report of it in 1936 in the Kansas Star. So even if that is like the first one that is reported to the general pop, it's still a long time. 1936. It's been out there. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Um, yeah. It's been so a while. <laughs> I'm trying to go see the spook light is really what I'm getting at. In 19- I don't know. You don't want to see it? No. I don't think I want to see. <laughs> I don't want to see lights. Mm. <laughs> no, like, that's not what I mean. I don't know. It's just like. Because you think it's like lights, alien stuff? Yeah. Aliens do scare me. Yeah, they scare me. Yeah. You know, it's coming for me, and it's going to, like, either erase my memory or take me. But what if it's really the Native American lovers? Well, I'd love that. That's a sweet tale. That's a sweet tale. Yeah. So it's actually been studied. Uh, In 1946, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers say that they studied the Hornet light but could not find a cause for it. In their words, it was a mysterious light of unknown origin, which, like, duh, we already knew that. So, um, why, what was the point? You know, why would you right. even release that statement? The people already said that. So the experts of the spook light say that your best chances of spotting it occur after dark, 
when parked on Oklahoma East 50 Road, this is very specific, four miles south of the three-state junction of Kansas, Missouri, and Oklahoma in Ottawa County, Oklahoma, looking to the west. And Y'all you writing must, this down? You must sit very silently. With your air on 75 degrees. Yes. <laughs> It's been said that um, the headlights of cars seen over the hills, it can explain why you're seeing this. But if they were seeing this all the way back in the 1800s. Yeah, this is there. It's doubtful. You know, I'm doubting that it's headlights. No, yeah. It's exactly. A real, it's exactly. a real spook lantern. Yeah, I have to say it's a real spook light. Yeah. What if Others headlights have... were invented based on this phenomenon? What if that song, One Headlight, is about this nuclear? It could be. Let's ask the people. Okay. Could be. So others have suggested that the light's appearance happened because of atmospheric gases that are being affected by nearby electrical fields. What? Yeah. It's gas? Atmospheric gases. Everything's right. gas. Everything is gas. I'm gas literally every day. <laughs> She's my methane gal. <laughs> All right, I'm wrapping up the spook light, I promise. So in 2014, this guy, Professor Alan Rice, he's got a PhD, and he's with the University of Central Oklahoma. So he investigated this spook light with a team of investigators who called themselves the Boomers. And they discovered the source of the light as car headlights and taillights nine miles west of the viewing spot. And he said that he conducted an experiment with his team and was able to recreate a light with the headlights of a car from the junction of East 50 and State Highway 137. Wow. Okay. So then they made a documentary called Into the Light, an exploration of spook light phenomena. And it was released on April 3rd, 2015. So I didn't watch that shit. But if anyone is interested, y'all let me know. However, I'm not buying it. Okay. I think Alan Rice is a phony and a fake and yeah. maybe a bit of a narc. Ooh. <laughs> Call him out, dude. So, yeah, that, these, are, these are real I believe spook I believe in the spook light. Okay, if they've been seeing them since the eighteen hundreds, yeah, right. exactly. this is no headlight. I gotta talk about that. You know, okay. The proof. I is mean, in trail the, the frickin' trail of tears. Come on, yeah. right? Come on. Mm-mm. Uh, you guys tell us what you think. Yeah, you know. I can take it on back to old Springfield, Missouri. <gasps> Springfield, Springfield, Missouri. Now, this one is full of emotion, so get ready to jump on a roller coaster. Oh, hell yeah. I haven't been on one in years. (laughs) Bad for the neck. It is bad for the neck. So, Drury College. Am I even saying that correctly? Drury University, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it used to be a college. When this happened, it was only a college. Not quite a university. Now it's the uni. As they would say. As they would say. (laughs) The uni. So this tale focuses on the namesake of Clara Thompson Hall at Drury University. And the hall is home to all of the music departments at the school. But here's some backstory on Clara. So Clara was a student at the music conservatory at Drury in the late 1800s. And one day she met this dapper 
man who was also a musician. Um, hot. Yeah, he was he was hot. Okay, he was hot. And they fell in love, as two hot people do, and they got married. Mm-hmm. Then Clara's husband was like, I want to go to Germany, as one does. And so she was like, okay, fine, we'll go to Germany. So they went to Germany so her husband could study. Missouri just wasn't doing it for him. So off they went. So they made a baby in Germany. But soon like after Steve. they... Steve. Yeah. Alyssa's Steve Wait, like, was Hill? born in Germany. Was, oh, Steve was, was a baby like, born Steve in Germany. Steve made a damn baby No, yeah. Steve didn't make any babies that oh, okay. I know of. <laughs> I was giving me a There's real still time. Spoke. There's still time. Mm, no. So while there, they had the baby. Uh... But then they had to move back to the States because Clara and the baby fell ill. Once back <sighs> in the Ozarks, Clara and the baby were diagnosed with tuberculosis. TB. The TB. <gasps> mm-hmm. Go to Colorado. <laughs> Fresh air will do the trick. Apparently, you know. So sadly, her baby passed away in early August <sighs> 1895. And then Clara died only one month after. So this is heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. It's a tragic tale. Very. Right? A little more than 30 years later, Clara's foster mother, she grew up in a foster home, uh, donated money to Drury College or uni in support of the music hall and in memory of Clara. Another donation Mm -hmm. went to Wallace Hall, uh, which is still on the campus, which is named in honor of her late husband. Here's where it gets a little spooky, okay? In uh, Mm -hmm. In the music department here. Students say that they have heard the rustling of a dress. Now, I feel like that's a very distinct sound. So for multiple people to say that they heard rustling of a dress, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I kind of believe them, you know? Have I ever heard a dress rustle? Are there any thick curtains in the hall? That's a rustle. Were they wearing petticoats around this time? Like, mm. I heard the noise of a of a dress being a brushed against its petticoat. petticoat. <laughs> mm. Could be. There, there are also accounts of people seeing an apparition in the balcony. Balcony is a classic place for a ghost. Oh yeah, that's like the spot to hang out. Yeah, because I want to see everything. You know, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're voyeurs. Yeah, uh, and they've even people have even felt an embrace. So, like, a hug. But people have also said that it was never a negative energy. It was always positive. Uh, Others theorize that the ghost um, is actually Thomas Stanley Skinner, who served as the dean of the Drury Conservatory of Music from 1920 to 1950. Uh, But I don't know. I don't... I feel like Claire is more apt to be hugging humans than than Thomas I don't I don't know them personally but I don't know regardless of who though it's it's believed that the spirits are all positive and and helpful and sweet uh Sydney Vise who was a former head of Drury's music department years ago uh or decades ago even she said i know it is gentle and i feel like it watches over us i believe activity especially with music makes it happy Special, you know. Very. So if anyone go to Drury University, let us know. I actually have a little bit more insight on Drury for Ooh, the people. Yes, if you guys are interested. Yes. Up, up, so the facts. It opened all the way back in 1873. They only had 39 pupils at the time. 39 pupils. 39 wow. pupils. Pupils. 
Oh, students. Pupils. I said peoples. Them too. Oh. Um, y'all, it costs seven thousand dollars for classes. Must be nice. Right? So, stats expensive back then. Yeah, pretty pricey, if you ask me. But so, as we know from Kylie's story and past stories, old colleges, there's always some sort of haunting. But Drury University didn't stand a chance because it was built upon Native American burial grounds. <gasps> like and Oklahoma. Like yeah. Boomer Sooner Exactly. Yep. And yep. then later it was in the midst of the Civil War. Oh, wow. Oh, my yep. gosh. It could be so, anyone. These spirits could be anyone. Mm-hmm. That could be any rustle of the dress. <laughs> it could. Any rustle of the dress. So, in 1966, Smith Hall, which was a women's dormitory, was built um, on an area that used to be home to several old Victorian houses. So, in one of those old homes, there was a little girl whose house caught fire, and she went in to retrieve a teddy bear, and she perished. Mm -hmm. So, according to the stories, she still lingers in that Smith Hall searching for her teddy bear so tons of eyewitnesses have seen a little girl dressed in pink walking the halls and they have reportedly taken pictures and caught photos of her she said to be a bit of a prankster so students will often return to their rooms to find their locked doors standing wide open drawers pulled out of dressers and a teddy bear sitting in the center of the room Okay. Others report that if they happen to own a teddy bear, it will often be moved during the night and appear at a different place in the room the next morning. So there was one student who told a story of, um, I think this is in that same hall, but they said that there was this unused telephone stored in a closet that would ring during the night and it had no source of power. Okay. So do you think that's the little trickster girl too? How's she getting it to ring? That's what I don't understand. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of power is that from the other world? I don't know. But, you know, we've I feel like we've read stories about people who are like, my TV wouldn't turn off and I unplugged it and, like, right. it kept playing. I know. That's something to think about. How do they do it? How do they do it? They don't. How do they do it? Like, did you have a TV like this back then? No. No. Maybe. No. That's our... Yeah, there's also one other building on campus that's said to be haunted, and it's the Will Hoyt Theater. And many have reported seeing flickering lights at night when no one is in the theater. Mm, like a candle? Hmm. Huh. I think maybe someone's flipping the switch. Oh, like the lights are turning on and off. Yes. I can see that. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so apparently, Drury U, it pops. Hmm. Anybody go there? Let us know. I think it's pretty small. It's, yeah. Still 39 people. <laughs> it's still 39 pupils. Peoples. <laughs> oh, I love it. Tight place. Tight Honestly, place. shit pops off in the Ozarks, and we're going to have to return. You know? Absolutely. I'm you ready. Know. I'm ready. Wow. Yeah. Wow, what a fun one. Thank yeah. you, Jeffrey. We love ya. And also, thank you to Lucas for helping us with some advice as far as recording remotely goes and also to Adam yes. who's going to help us combine our tracks and edit because he's the best we get all the best of friends we, we have really so many great friends like it's we unbelievable do. Ooh, also 
fun reminder, if you um, write us a rating on Apple Podcasts right. and you send us a screenshot, we'll send you a sticker. Yeah. Have you seen a the very latest cute review of my voice? Yeah, we got a few more fun reviews. <laughs> I so. sound like a bad kardashian snl yeah you know honestly what? <laughs> if you don't want it who the heck don't take that? it i don't i don't know but you know what just, just be, be, nice. be kind you know and like that's yeah. not i can't change my vocal cords she was that's born not, this like, way criticism that i can work on no you know it's no. like true. i truly can't that's just straight up pound in a pound in a, a lung <laughs> you know making me feel real bad y'all be nice to emily i know damn you know no no press is bad press am i right that is what they say but like for real the next time someone comes for emily i'm gonna come for you because don't think that i'm not gonna find out who you are (gasps) girl i'll find you she will and she'll spook you Mm -hmm. it's true i am very good at internet stalking Oh, she is. That's why we love her. Until next time, stay spooky. Bye, bitch. Mm.